Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking about how to recharge your resilience levels. (laughs) This is needed more than ever before. And there's often a misunderstanding about what it means to be resilient and whatever are the resulting impacts of overworking that quite honestly many of us have experienced throughout the pandemic. So this week I'm talking about what resilience might mean for you. I share information and ideas about how you can recharge resilience levels in different ways, how you can find ways to get little pockets of holiday-like moments so that you can bounce back from the difficulties or exhaustion as quickly as possible. So join me on today's episode. So welcome to Lessons for Leaders. Each week I bring you lessons, learnings, tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that I help you increase your performance, be resilient and thrive in life. I'm Emma Langton, your host, leadership coach and workplace trainer, helping you and your workforce increase that performance, improve well-being and make the impact that you want in the world. Now, recently, I've been working with organisations and individual leaders and managers to help them to be able to become more focused, less stressed and have a wider impact on both their personal well-being and that of their teams. And I recently received a review from Mike, who'd joined me for a presentation on a workshop, really, on managing stress and anxiety to improve performance. He said Emma's presentation immediately engaged the Zoom room and was welcoming and took me to a place of calm. It gave me exactly what I needed with easy to use tools and techniques. Combining this with Emma's comments and helpful advice allowed me to give myself a place to settle. Even though I know I should practice more self-compassion, it's easy to lapse into stress and ignore the symptoms and was a really useful short group session and much more than I was expecting from a short workshop. Get in touch if you want to know how I can help you or your organisation too. If you're not ready to do that yet, then you can get onto my newsletter. Again, link in the show notes and information on my website at emmalankton.com. The newsletter sends out tips, information, statistics, the latest reports and the current organisational trends that are happening right now so that you don't have to dig around for it. It comes out monthly so you can guarantee that I won't be spamming you. And finally, a request from me that if you haven't hit the subscribe button or left a review for me, then please do go and find the little button and leave a review. Let me know your key thoughts and your takeaways and what you value most from the podcast. If you hit subscribe, it makes sure that you never miss another episode. So welcome back, listeners. Um, This week, I'm talking about how to recharge your resilience levels. As I said in the intro, it is needed more than ever before. That daily recovery from work is crucial to maintain high levels of well-being, performance and resilience. And recovery from work is defined as the process 
by which a person's functioning returns to pre-stressor levels. So it's not just about going home and taking a break. This is one of the key pillars of my resilience training and workshops. And I've been going through some of the other pillars in the other previous episodes of the podcast that I can link to in the show notes. However, optimal recovery is a combination really of both what we do internally and how we cope externally, if you like. So it's about how you are at work, how you approach work. I talked in the last episode about your awareness of your strengths, your weaknesses and how you respond. But also then it's about how you recover and recharge too. So it's not about avoiding busyness. It's not about, um, you know, just learning to be tougher and, and have more grit. We do learn early on in our lives that we must work hard. This is a message that we are given as children. Other things like be dedicated, put in the hours, keep calm under pressure, manage shifting priorities. You know, all those things that we put on our CV and put like badge of honours and um, brilliant skills that we have. And yes, we can do this, but we also need to have tools in our toolkit to help us to keep going for the longer term. There's a misunderstanding of what it means to be resilient and that impact of overworking. And I see and hear this in all of my workshops. You know, when I usually start it off and ask people what resilience means to them, I get answers that are true to an extent, but with usually two essential bits missing. So they tell me about bouncing back, pushing through, hard work, grit, determination, keeping going, And all of those are true. They are what resilience means. But when I dig a bit more on the bounce back, they talk about falling down and picking themselves up or keeping going or just the try and try again. But what hardly anyone mentions is recovery and adaptability. We've all adapted through COVID and that's part of our resilience You see children adapting to different situations and being more accepting about new things and different things. And that's why we say children are resilient, but they need still to learn this. And we can learn to be even more resilient too. It's not, some people are born generally with a kind of mindset and ability um, that's more positive, more um, more aware of themselves and, and is more adaptable. But we can learn all this too. And research has found that there's a direct correlation between a lack of recovery with resilience and an increased incidence of health and safety problems. So in other words, it's not just, you know, the recovery, you know, in you that's needed. It is so that your brain recovers. It's so that you can focus better. So that you're more alert, more attentive. There's less mistakes There's less risk to health and safety, but also that you can reflect on situations. You can see things with fresh eyes. You come up with new ideas with that renewed energy and you adapt in order to keep going or in order to bounce back and push through. So I like to say that your brain and your body is like a rechargeable battery. 
So when you stop work, if you're still switched on to tech and TV, or you've got work issues going round in your head, you might not be in the office or wherever it is that you work, but your head is still working. And then of course as well, if you're one of those people that likes to be busy and always on the go, your body is still busy, even if you've managed to distract yourself from work so that your head is not busy. So how do we find ways to recharge so that we recharge our brain and our body and our resilience? Well, with your physical health, so your body stuff, exercise has been correlated with stronger levels of resilience. And this may be due to the effects of the endorphins and all those feel-good chemicals and the boost on one's mood that exercise has. Now, it's not just about going to the gym, and it might be for some people, but obviously that people have had to adapt because gyms have been closed. But it might be the the walk to and from work, I was going to say, for those of you that are going to work and not working from home. <laughs> With the Healthy Boundaries workshop, what I've been saying to people is find something that replaces that commute. So maybe it's a walk around the, the streets for 10, 15 minutes or, or longer before you start work and when you finish work. So there's still that walk at the beginning and end of the day. You know, I often say to people, you know, create a music playlist. And it might be that you use that music playlist when you're on your walk or it used to be when you were driving to and from the office to create that transition period, you know, that shifts your mood, therefore shifts the feel-good chemicals. So it might be something that you do, not just music, but something that you do that's upbeat, that's with people, or something that's quiet and relaxing, or even alone. And this is why it's absolutely not a one-size-fits-all. I've got a fantastic friend, Claire, who goes for a run, and I run a bath, essentially. So knowing what activities help you to de-stress and to recharge is key. And that's where it links into the awareness things that I was talking about in the other episode as well. So work out what boosts your energy levels and what drains you. Find things that you can fit into your life without feeling that you must or that you should or that you'll beat yourself up about if you don't achieve it. I once worked with somebody and I said to them, you know, what is it that boosts your energy levels? What is it that you can put into your, you know, your day or your week that are going to help you to feel better? And she did a lot of work from home and this was pre-pandemic. And she said, you know, I want to just get my bike out again and ride around the village for like 20 minutes every day. But actually then I put, which sounds great, doesn't it? And 20 minutes sounds really achievable. But then actually I pulled her up on it and said, how much is the everyday going to be achievable because I knew that although she did working from home she also did a lot of travel with her job which was early hours you know late um, finishes and things like that so then the everyday is going to be that she's kind of by the end of the first week oh my god I've only gone on the bike three times this week um, so therefore I failed or therefore it's not good enough and all those things that we're really good at doing when we beat ourselves up or go into the doom and gloom aspect of things that we've not managed something. So do you see, make sure obviously with everything that it's achievable. It's about setting smart goals for yourself as well. 
Okay, so make sure it's achievable. But think about, do you need time alone or time with people? Do you need to make time for you? Do you need a mixture? Before pandemic, obviously I was working from home and then I was leaving to go to my consulting room and see people face to face, as well as um, do coaching and workshops online. But what I always made sure that I put into my week was some networking sessions or a coffee with a work colleague or even just taking myself off to the cafe to do some writing where I didn't need Wi-Fi and internet. And actually, that was a good thing as well because it stopped me from the distractions and gave me the opportunity to focus. So think about it in those different ways. But I'm not here to say do this, do this and do this because it's not going to be. What suits me is not going to suit you. There are key things though that, you know, help to make you feel good. What gives you those kind of aha moments or even those ah moments? Those things that give you the mood boost or the satisfied relaxation or the things that you know you can say well I'm tired but it's a good tired from doing something that I love to do that's not work you know what things do you do to help you sleep at night I'll talk more about sleep in a minute but we can face anything in our day when we've had a good night's sleep So looking after your physical health might include more than just a bit of exercise and time out. Physical health also includes looking at what you eat. So don't skip meals because you're busy or under pressure or stressed. Do you grab and go and end up eating junk food because, well, you know, a variety of reasons. Because it's easy, because you're craving that stuff that's in the the junk food. I like to call it crap. Standing for carbs, refined foods, additives, processed stuff. And what the more we have of that, the more our body craves it. Or is it drink that's not helping you? You know, are you using alcohol to calm or relax or numb feelings? Are you reaching for sugary drinks or those monster drinks, energy drinks that boost for a short period but leave you crashing or needing more? So what are you putting into your body? Because these things are not going to help your body recover and recharge. Yes, they might keep you going when you need it, but it's not going to be good for the help and recharge. Now, (laughs) I'm not going all righteous on you, but just watch these things because everything is fine in moderation. Okay? So then does your brain get enough rest? Does it get enough switch off time? Does it get enough downtime? Do you get enough sleep? If you never give yourself a chance to recover mentally as well as physically from the busyness and challenge of your day, then you're going to be running on empty. And I'm really sorry to say this, and I say this an awful lot, and there's probably a previous podcast episode that says this as well, really, around maybe the self-care or resilience things. But honestly, you know, a spa day or a scented candle is not going to cut it. Um, and before pandemic, I used to say to people, what are you going to do if the gyms are closed? And people were like, <laughs> yeah, you know, the gyms got shut. What are you going to do if, um, you know, you can't get a spa day? We shouldn't be waiting for kind of holidays and big moments. We need little pockets of things in, in sort of each and every day or across our week. And we need to physically and mentally recharge 
because this in turn affects how resilient you might feel. So if your brain is still on full alert as you get into bed each night or early in the morning when you wake, then what can you do to calm this? If you want one of my relaxation audios, then give me a shout, emma at emmalankton.com. I'll happily send that to you. Do you need to give yourself some thinking time each day to ponder and review or even listen to some of those worries that you've been avoiding? Because often when we pay attention to them, they're not as big as they seem. Do you need to write lists and get stuff out of your head? Do you need to journal to enable your thinking time? What helps you get this stuff out of your head so your brain can quieten down and stop feeling the need to remind you of the things that you need to do and think about? Because essentially that's all it's doing when your brain's on full alert all the time. Okay, so I know it's easy for me to sit here and say all this, but this is what really works with the coaching that I do and the information that I deliver in some of the workshops about the resilience and or even about managing your stress and anxiety. But what you need can change too. I used to love weightlifting, but now it's different. It's my early morning dog walk when it's quiet and peaceful. There's yoga and relaxation is a big priority. Sitting in the sun, of course, those my little pockets of holiday. Reading and not work reading is getting lost in the story of the book and stuff that's easy to pick up and put down. I make sure I come away from my desk and have a cuppa because otherwise it sits there and goes cold all the time. So even just the hot cuppa. You know, or you might do that if you're getting back into the office because it's that chat with other people. I look at the flowers that I bought for myself and get little aha moments. There is also upbeat stuff for me. There's dancing and singing and playing loud music in the car and meeting friends. So it's not all alone and quiet time. It is a mix of things. So have a look. Take a bit of time to reflect and notice and become aware of yourself aware of what helps you to recharge helps your brain and body to recharge what helps you switch off when you relax the thing is that it's practice no one is perfect we need a mix of things in our day and in our week we can't all wait for that holiday like i've said but let's face it we've all waited far too long for those holidays during covid Find ways to get little pockets of holiday moments because those are the things that are going to recharge your resilience and help you to be able to get through every day in the best possible way. So I hope that's been really helpful for you. Please do leave me a review. Share with people that it's helpful. If you have any questions at all, then do get in touch with me or then I'll see you again on the next episode.